Hello and welcome to Just a Thought Podcast, episode 30. Thanks for joining me. I'm Corey Tinkham. Glitches in the Matrix. That's today's topic. And there's a lot of weird ones out there. I'm sure you're familiar with a lot of them. We will be talking about a lot of them today. Many, many, many little stories to tell. What this is telling us is possibly, maybe, maybe we live in a simulation. So we'll talk a little bit about what that might imply as well. And do we? Is it possible that this simulation is glitching out and we're noticing it sometimes? Let me know what you think. Glitches in the Matrix. again and thanks so much for joining me for episode 30 glitches in the matrix if you don't know a little bit of history on on where the term comes from it is from the movie i believe it came out in 1999 called the matrix it's a really really great movie uh the phrase glitch in the matrix or the terminology comes from a scene in that movie when the main character his name is neo he they are exploring a i think an abandoned house and at this point the characters are able to slip in and out of the actual simulation. And at this point in the film, they're in the simulation, and Keanu Reeves' character sees a black cat walk by a doorway, and then the, the same black cat walks by again in the exact same manner. The tail does the same kind of swoosh, and he stops and says, whoa, deja vu. All the other characters take note of that and say, no, no, that's, that's a glitch in the Matrix. So there's a little bit of the history of it. There's a lot more history to this theory of simulation, of of living in a simulation, simulation theory, as it's referred to. We'll also go into that before we get to these really, really great stories. Uh, So yeah, Glitch in the Matrix, that kind of the movie franchise took off. It did very, very well. And people started posting all over the internet, you know, I had a crazy Glitch in the Matrix experience. And you can find no shortage of these stories. Reddit even has a subreddit called Glitch in the Matrix. There are plenty of other resources. YouTube, all the go-tos, they will have information for days. A lot of cool stories. So I'm. this is going to be a fun one because I'm just going to read through a bunch of these because they're really fascinating. We'll discuss some of these as we go along. Some of them are creepy. Some of them are, are interesting. Some of them I just think are not glitches in the matrix or not the simulation glitching out. I think they're just lost objects, and we'll talk a little bit about that too. That said, this whole phenomenon is incredibly interesting to me because there are some really weird things that people have seen or have experienced, and of course, as always, a lot of these are probably uh, in the brain. Certainly we can hallucinate. Certainly we can see things and hear things, auditory hallucinations are not all that rare, and they do occur. 
So that could be to blame for some of these, but now some of these that we'll talk about, I don't know. Please send me what you an, ex, an explanation for some of these. A rational explanation for some of these more bizarre glitches in the matrix. So simulation theory. Simulation theory is, is not new. There's a couple different takes on it, but the idea of, of living in a simulated reality isn't anything new at all. In fact, as far back as the 17th century, French philosopher René Descartes, he was also a rationalist, was referred to as a rationalist, came up with the evil demon theory. And this was simply an idea that evil demons or, or a demon was creating the reality all around you to distract you from a, a more holy life, a more pure life. And so, hence the idea that the, your reality that you're experiencing isn't true. It's all created by this demon. So, not a computer simulation, but still the same, the same idea nonetheless. Now, the gentleman who really popularized the computer simulation theory, if you will, that we are a little more familiar with in modern day, is a Swedish philosopher named Nick Bostrom. And he is the one who kind of raised this idea of humanity living literally inside a computer simulation that has been constructed and created by a far more advanced civilization that is either either running a simulation of their ancestors, that would be us, or a similar species, or literally just for entertainment purposes, it is 100% speculative as to why this would be happening. You know, sky's the limit when it comes to ideas on this one, so I, I don't know. I will link to his full paper uh, in, in my episode notes. He's an interesting interesting gentleman, but he definitely is, is posing the, the question there that this is that we live in a computer simulation 100%. Um, there's, a, there's a really strong possibility that our minds don't belong to, you know, the original, I guess, race or species of people who were actually simulated or that are actually being simulated, that we do have this, this digital consciousness. So... It's interesting stuff. It's a little hard to wrap your head around. It gets pretty involved, but it's very, very interesting. And so the idea then becomes, well, no technology is 100% perfect. So that would mean that occasionally, on occasion, there might be a blip in the stream of data or a glitch in this simulation. And maybe they happen a little far more than we're aware of, but sometimes we can catch it. And maybe they don't correct it, or maybe they don't render the data quickly enough, and we can just get a glimpse of a little bit of a breakdown in the simulation, and that's these glitches in the matrix that people have had experiences with. Could be. I find it fascinating. I don't know that I'm really buying into this one. But again, something is happening. There are far too many experiences of very similar, very similar experiences that we'll talk about a few that, that have popped up quite often that something is happening. So as always, something is always happening with these topics. So very, very, very interesting stuff to really dig into. Now, there are a lot of um, oh, modern thinkers and tech wizards and 
just generally smart people that kind of buy into this. Uh, Elon Musk is one of them. You know, he, he is compared, well, just to quote Elon Musk, he said, 40 years ago we had Pong, two rectangles and a dot. That's where we were. Now, 40 years later, we have photorealistic 3D simulations with millions of people playing simultaneously, and it's getting better every year. And soon, we'll have virtual reality. We'll have augmented reality. Games will become indistinguishable from reality. And the chance that, well, that's the end quote, and it goes on to say, and the chance that we aren't part of a computer simulation is one in a billion. And the last sentence was paraphrased. So he's a believer, pretty smart fella, I, you know, but I don't know. So definitely a lot to think about and unpack with that idea. There's a lot of philosophy. Um, there are physicists that say it's possible, and some say it's even likely. I'm not going to go too deep into the science of it. Maybe we'll do a more thorough episode on simulation theory and what it is and how it could possibly work and the physics behind it, I don't know that I can explain it well or even understand it fully or thoroughly enough to present it in any sort of eloquent manner. However, I've got some friends that may be willing to help me do that So, in a future episode. Uh, without further ado, let's dive into some of these stories. Like I said, I'm just going to read through some of these. There's a pretty good deal of them, and they are amazing. And a lot of fun. This has been a lot of fun to look into. A little bit creepy, but a lot of fun. So on to the first story. And the first one isn't really scary, creepy, fascinating so much as it's just a good illustration of what kinds of things can happen. These subtle little switches or inconsistencies that to other people around you may not be anything at all. Very insignificant. But to the experiencer, it is a major glitch. And again, I'm just going just gonna to read through these. The first one says, Me and my friend were at a Chinese restaurant and we ordered a general sal chicken dinner and a shrimp lo mein dish. When we sat down, we took out both boxes and set them on the table about two feet apart. My friend opens his first box and we see a shrimp and lo mein dish. It is all the things in there, noodles, shrimp, fried rice. He closes the box and opens the other box. Inside that box is another shrimp lo mein dish. Shrimp, noodles, fried rice. Oh, I think they must have mixed up the order. I was just about to say this. When my friend says out loud, looks like they made a mistake and gave us two. He opens up the first box again. Inside of it is a General Sal chicken dinner order. General Sal chicken, white rice, and an egg roll. He froze and looked at me. I looked back at him, and we sat in silence. It took five minutes or so for us to collect ourselves. So see, there's something where two people are experiencing this, this switch. There was like this mistake in the simulation. And a lot of these have happened enough that people say, it's kind of like the Mandela effect. This has happened to enough people that, you know, this is, they're experiencing something. Something is occurring here. What it is is up for debate and speculation, as always. So in that case, I don't know, could they have just mistaken? Maybe they, maybe they somehow opened the same box twice? Very possible. Could be. Could be something a little more mysterious happening. 
Now, the second one is a really good example of one that's just so, just bizarre enough that it's, it is creepy to me. This one's really short, but if this is true, this is very, very bizarre. This one says, I spilled chocolate ice cream on my leg. I wiped it off, and there was still a pale brown stain in the shape of the ice cream splotch. I told my mother, who said it was a birthmark. I will swear under oath that never before that moment did I have a birthmark there. Now that's strange. It's very weird. I read another account of a birthmark where a woman woke up one morning and she had this big baseball-sized birthmark on the inside of her left thigh. She wakes up one morning and it's on the inside of her right thigh. She calls her mother because she's, she's a little bit unnerved and kind of freaking out about this, and her mother says, oh, well, your birthmark's on the inside of your left thigh. What a crazy question to ask. She explains to her mother that it has now moved to her right leg, the inside of her right thigh, and her mother doesn't believe her and says, well, I can prove it. I have countless home videos and pictures of you as a baby, swimming in pools, plenty of evidence. She could not find a single video or picture. Plenty of pictures of her daughter, but none showing the birthmark. So it's as if this glitch occurred and the simulation maybe tried to correct this by removing any evidence that it was changed or switched. I don't know. That's what they would say. I can't figure out what the brain glitch on that one would be if it's a glitch in in the brain instead of the simulation. How could she perceive for years or believe that her birthmark is on one leg and then it's on another leg and any evidence to the contrary cannot be found. I, I, that, one, that one was a little, little crazy to me. So you can see how these things can go. Now, there's a lot of these, and I'm just going to keep on reading because some of them are, are a little quirky. Others are very, very kind of creepy. The next one is as follows. I was on a road trip with the family once. We stayed at a hotel for the night. Our room was nothing more than two beds, a restroom with a big mirror across from the beds. Everyone went to sleep but me. I stayed up playing a mobile game I was addicted to at the time. At about 2 a.m. I went to sleep. When I woke up, I noticed something was just ever so slightly off. The mirror was gone. The room had two separate bedrooms and there were now three beds. Apparently, I was the only one who noticed it because my family called me crazy. Still confused to this day as to what happened. So what is that? A whole entire room changes, but not too drastically, but enough, enough that it's noticeable. Very, very strange. Here's one that, that apparently has some photographic evidence. Uh, it, it goes as follows. I went to camp when I was around 12 years old. I took one of those disposable film cameras with me. Cell phones were still in the flip-flop flip <laughs> phone phase, and I didn't have one. took a picture of two people I made friends with there. One of them appears in the photo twice, in two different poses entirely. Still weirds me out when I come across that photo. So now, this could be, being that this photo was taken on actual film, this could be a double exposure situation. I would love to see the photo. Um, it, it, it it could easily be some sort of anomaly with the film. However, 
If it's not, that's really weird. Some of these, too, that you'll find, people will submit to various Reddit, for example, and various forums talking about glitches in the Matrix, and you just end up with some paranormal stories that aren't really representative of a glitch. It's more of a ghost story, which is great, but doesn't really fit into the idea of a glitch in a simulation, or does it? Could the... If we are indeed, now I'm reaching here and just kind of having fun with this idea. If we do live in a simulation, that cricket you may or may not hear behind me is not real. And it's just a bunch of data streaming into whatever whatever this reality is. So maybe sometimes ghosts and things like that are just, you know, garbled data. I mean, I don't know. This next one kind of could be maybe something like that. One super weird thing happened about 2012. I was 19 and living at home with my parents and my younger sister. I came home from work from my job at a barbecue place, and my sister says to me, Oh, I thought you said you were off today. I'm confused because I left at 5 a.m. before anyone was awake, and I ask her, When did I say that? She says to me, like two hours ago in your room. She thinks I'm screwing with her, so I tell her to smell me because you can smell the barbecue sauce and the smoke on my clothes. Then she gets really creeped out and tells me she had went into my room earlier and saw me in bed with covers up to my neck and had a 15-minute conversation with me. That really creeped me out, and I have never felt comfortable in that room since. So what is that? A doppelganger kind of situation? Very, very creepy. (laughs) I don't know what I would do in a situation like that. Of course, when you're in this situation, you don't realize that it's abnormal. A loved one or a friend, you might be interacting or see them or talking to them, but it's not until you run into them again later and realize that that, that they weren't there. That's not who you saw. Or was it? It's, It's... Doppelgangers, that's another, that's, maybe that's another topic to do one day because it's very, very um, odd and, and happens more often than you would think. Now, this next one, this is a good example of what I think of when I think of a glitch in the Matrix. Just something that's just ever so slightly off or obscure. And when it's when it's investigated a little deeper, it just even gets weirder. And so that's what this one is. This is this one is, is really kind of cool. And it reminds me of, if you've ever played any sort of video games, where characters spawn and respawn and all these things, and they're generated and just kind of pop into frame every now and again. So just keep that in mind with this particular story. And this one goes thusly. This just happened quite recently. I was heading towards a place from a train station that was being remodeled, and there's a huge chunk that's under construction. I got a bit lost in the area, and my Google... Google... Google is not a thing. Google Maps (laughs) was telling me that I should go through one path, but I couldn't since the whole area was basically off-limits, and I should take a detour. This was some busy underpass with people going to the platforms and there was one big temporary plywood wall with big signs of 
under construction. Unauthorized access forbidden. No entry. This part got weird. That plywood wall had a plywood door, and people were entering and exiting it like a normal busy door. Completely normal-looking people that looked like they don't belong in a construction area. Even some old woman entered it. So then I thought that the map is working fine, so I decided to go through the door. And it got even weirder. On the other side was just a huge empty area, completely under construction. An area of sand, piles of gravel, some pillars, and construction in the distance. The edge of the underpass was completely unfinished. I was really confused since I wasn't far behind the last person who went through the door, and I had no idea where the guy went. There was no path. It didn't seem to look like there was some path where people would have gone. There's a big gravel road in front of me going a bit to the side, and on the map, it was telling me to follow some similar path, so I thought maybe I should check it out. Except... No, a big caterpillar tractor sped along that road, and I wasn't planning to walk near that. I saw the guy in the tractor looking at me confused. So the next thing I thought was to go back, since I shouldn't even be here. I opened the door, and a few people walking by the platform looked at me weirdly, like I did when I saw people entering the door. No one entered after I went through, nor when I came out. So after that, I just had to take the detour since I was in a hurry anyway, and I forgot about it for the rest of the day. Very, very weird. Little things, little obscure things that are just just enough out of place that you know something is off. Something doesn't belong. I thought that one was really, really compelling and intriguing. As is this next one. This one's really, really strange. When I was little six years old, my parents took us to Disneyland in Florida. We went to go watch one of those shows with parrots. During the middle, I had to go to the bathroom, so my mom took me and left my dad and my sister to watch the show. When we came back, the entire stadium was empty, so we thought the show had ended, and we went back to the bathroom area to wait for my dad, thinking that's where he must have taken my sister since it's the only bathroom station in the area. We sat on the bench and waited for two hours before my mom gave up. This was pre-cell phone days. The only remarkable thing during this time was that one of those iguana lizards was fighting a squirrel behind the bench, and I watched with great joy. I actually remember this. We did some other stuff, then went back to the hotel room to wait for them. The entire time, my mom was annoyed at my dad, saying it's so irresponsible of him. A few hours after we got back to the hotel room, my dad and sister, who was a year younger than me, came back, and obviously they started arguing, both saying they were waiting for the other at the bathroom. Me and my sister, on the other hand, started telling each other about the lizard and squirrel we saw fighting. Apparently, both of us saw what happened from the same vantage point on that bench. My parents stopped to listen to us and asked us to clarify. We both saw the same lizard, same squirrel, fighting from the same point on the bench. 
It was one of those inexplicable occurrences, but they didn't give it further thought until me and my sister brought it up. Remember that time we saw the lizard and squirrel fight? And my mom was like, yeah, that was a weird day. So, what's happening there? It's as if they were in the same spot, but for whatever reason, couldn't see each other. So very bizarre. And here's another really strange one. When I was like 10 or 11, I was going to the beach with my aunt and her friends. There were two cars of us. To get there, we had to go through a very large industrial area. We didn't know the direction, so our car was following the other. Suddenly, they did an unexpected turn, and so our driver had to take a sharp bend. At that moment, we heard a very clear, loud voice inside the car saying, laughing, sharp bend, hmm? The driver immediately hit the brakes. We looked at each other, puzzled. We all recognized it as a voice not belonging to any of us. In the very same time, we noticed that the other car had stopped as well. The other driver got out of the car with a scared face and shouted to us, Did, did you hear that as well? They heard the very same thing inside their car. The area around us was fully deserted. So, this sounds at first like an auditory hallucination of sorts, yet it was experienced by the other parties in the other car. So it's a shared experience, but if it's an, if it's an audit, if ah, it's a tough one, how do you, it, it's bizarre, hallucinate the same thing, but it's, it, you're hearing it, I don't know. This is a weird one because mass hallucinations apparently are a real thing. Um, I, you know, this is another strange one and there's a ton of these. So let's keep going. This is a short one, but it was uh, particularly creepy to me, and I think this may be sort of a sleep paralysis experience, as does the writer, but it's just interesting enough that I wanted to share it. I woke up from a dream where I had died, and when I opened my eyes, all I saw were faces all over the wall staring at me. It was terrifying. I got up from my bed and turned on the light, the faces didn't go away. I left the room and made sure I was awake. I was. I wrote on my computer, drank some water, and when I went back to my bedroom, the faces were gone. I believe this is a sleep hallucination, which I had another experience of as well. So yeah, these sleep uh, paralysis experiences, and if you wake from REM sleep, you will or can for sure hallucinate images for 10, 15 seconds while you're waking up, but you're fully awake and you, you see various images that are just residue from your dream or whatever. I've experienced this. It's very, it's, it's pretty scary um, and very vivid. I believe this is the culprit for many uh, apparitions and ghosts that have been seen by people who are you know, waking up from a deep sleep and they see something. That's not to say that ghosts aren't real, but I do believe that this could account for many, many sightings. Uh, and it's, it's really fascinating what the brain does when it comes to dreaming. Check out the dream episode. We talk a lot about that. But I think that's what was going on here. I just wanted to share it because it was really creepy.
and I thought it was definitely worth sharing. However, this next one is, to me, far more creepy than the previous story. Faces staring at you from your wall in your bedroom is terrifying, 100%. However, this next story, it's, it's a little lengthy, but it's worth it. it. It's just one of those things where there, something is just so out of place. It's so out of place, and the thing itself is not scary. It's the fact of where it's at that makes it creepy. And just not something, you know, is off here. And I read this, and it, it, it literally gave me chills. It, you may not agree, but I find this story to be extremely terrifying. And just for the record, I'm in a garage, a detached garage. It is not attached to our house. It is about 10 p.m., and it's very dark outside. It just finished raining, and now I'm going to read this. And it's a little creepy. But, without further ado, I'm from Finland, and that's where these things I'm about to describe to you happened. This was some years ago, pre-smartphone, GPS era. It was the end of the summer, and myself and two friends were on a camping trip way up in the north in Lapland. The mosquito season was over, and the weather was cooling down in anticipation of the coming fall. The three of us had packed food and gear for a 10-day trek. The car we arrived in had been left in the parking lot of a visitor center. This happened within the premises of the Euro Kekoen National Park, a 985-square-mile stretch of wilderness near the Russian border. The terrain there varies greatly, from treeless and semi-mountainous to dense forest and spruce and pine and dwarf birch. There are lots of swamps, Seeing reindeer is not uncommon, and some nights you might hear wolves in the distance. You can run into a bear or a wolverine in this place, but of course normally they avoid people. We mostly camped in a tent, but some nights we used shelters and simple huts provided for travelers free of charge. The trip had lasted five days, and we were at the furthest point away from any kind of civilization we were going to be at on this particular outing, truly in the middle of nowhere. There really is nothing there. There are no villages, towns, or industry. The place is a national park, after all. Seeing other hikers happen from time to time, you'd see some people in the distance, maybe. Very rarely would you come face-to-face -face with anyone. So in the middle of our trip, we were camped in a small clearing, woodland extending around us for a considerable distance in all directions. It was already dark. We had eaten our evening meal, and all three of us were jammed in our only tent. It was a bit of a cramped fit, but we made it work. We took turns carrying it during the hikes. We were just exchanging some jokes and crude humor in the dark, like guys in their 20s do, about to go to sleep in our sleeping bags. When we quieted down, we began to hear it, talking, and the sound of machinery. Given our location... This was profoundly weird. We camped in a tent because there were no huts nearby. Maybe there was another camp somewhere near us. We couldn't quite make out what was being said, but it was a human voice, no doubt about it. But nothing could really explain the sound of heavy machinery. 
It sounded like an excavator or a tank, something big, powerful, and really not too far away. Combined with the sound of talking, we thought, construction yard? But at that time of night, in an unpopulated, protected nature reserve, we got out of our tent. It was cold and pitch black. The campfire had some coals still glowing. We took out our flashlights. My two buddies have always been a lot braver than me. The sound was clearly coming from the north, maybe half a kilometer away. We thought the construction might be going on behind a small hill some distance away. We could see no lights or anything. We still could not make out what was being said. The speaking-like voice was monotonous, and it was impossible to even say what language was being used. Still sounded a lot like a person speaking. You may be aware of the sort of spooky phenomena that happens of hearing a human voice in static. Maybe you've used a blow dryer and been sure someone is talking, turned it off, and it was just something the brain tried to interpret from the steady hum. Maybe it was sort of like that. It's hard to explain. The machinery-like sound continued, not loud, but you could sort of make out the powerful engine at times accelerating, adding power, and at times at idle. My two friends resolved to go find out what was going on. We put our warm clothes back on, donned boots, and sat next to the fire, which was dying. I added some more wood to it. I would stay at camp while my buddies left to check out this mysterious construction yard in the middle of nowhere in the Lapland woods. So, there I sat. The guys took out their maps, took a compass heading, and left, and I could hear them make their way through the forest, see the light from their flashlights. Then they were gone. The weird sounds continued, unaltered. They were gone about 15 minutes, then maybe 30 then the better part of an hour. It was odd, judging by the volume of the sound, they should have reached it, checked it out, and been back already. I added more firewood and tried to make out what the person talking was saying, but it was too tinny and obscure. The guys had been away for over two hours. I figured they had stayed for coffee with the construction guys or something. Then the sound stopped, just like that. It just ended, all at the same time. The engine sound and the voice both just quit. It was very silent. I waited for another 30 minutes, very worried now that something had happened, that maybe my friends were lost. Should I go and try to find them? I shouted their names several times and built a pretty big fire. I was scared shitless and suddenly I saw the flashlights of my friends. Apparently they were returning in a hurry. The guys got back to camp out of breath. They told me the following. They had followed the sound beyond the small ridge in the distance. There was nothing there, and it seemed like they weren't getting any closer to the source of the sounds. They had to stop every now and then, be quiet and listen, to be able to walk towards it. They walked and stopped like this for some time, then realized they were not getting any closer. The sounds did not change in volume at all. They decided to go just a bit further several times when suddenly the sound just stopped like someone pressed a button on a recording. They realized they had been gone and going for a long time. They were in the middle of the dark woods alone. 
they reversed the heading and started back at a brisk pace. Eventually, they saw my big-ass fire from the top of a hill and found their way back. The weird thing is, we seem to think the sound stopped at different times. They had been gone two and a half hours in total. They said the sound stopped at around the one hour and 15 minutes mark after they left. They then started to head back immediately, return the return trip taking a bit longer. Even though they kept a good pace, they apparently wandered around a bit. For me, the sound stopped at the two-hour mark, just 30 minutes before they returned. We did not sleep that night. Nothing more happened on that trip, and we never found out what the weird construction yard-like sound was about. When we returned to the park's visitor center some five days later, we asked around, but no one knew of any ongoing construction taking place in the whole National Park area. It's been bugging me ever since. What happened here? <laughs> this one, for some reason, is so creepy to me that it's just, there's so many things going on here. And I will say, a lot of these, you read some of these, and it, sometimes it feels, it feels like someone's just, you know, writing a creepypasta piece, you know, that they're just seeing how their writing chops are. And some of them are really good. This could be that, but for some reason this has a, a ring of authenticity to me. There's a ton that I've read that I'm like, oh, it was good, it's a good story, but I don't think that uh, that really happened. This one, I don't know. Real or not, it's a great story. I think it would be, make for a great short film. It's super creepy. And if it's true, what in the world happened out there? What did they hear? Was it natural? What was it? I mean, the, the author seems pretty um, convinced that it was a human voice. I don't know. I just imagine being out in the woods, in the dark, even with other people, and hearing something like that that's so out of place, so completely out of place. It is so unsettling to me. I really, really enjoyed that story. And as I, I said previously, a lot of these things can happen in the brain, and maybe it was just some sort of, again, a shared auditory hallucination happening here again, but it's just so strange. The timing of the noise, the noises ceasing was different for them, so there's some sort of time disruption happening here. It, there are so, so many facets to this story. I don't know. I don't mean to keep harping on it. It's, it's great, though. But to the brain, to the brain side of things, there is there's a condition. Um, I actually should have mentioned this on my last episode of strange illnesses. There's what's called the foreign accent syndrome. Typically happens after um, a head injury, where someone or surgery, someone will regain consciousness, and all of a sudden they're speaking in a foreign accent. I read an article of a woman who was speaking in a Jamaican accent after surgery. She had never been to Jamaica before in her life. She did not know any Jamaican folks, so it was clearly in her subconscious somehow or, or something. And this is it's not super rare. There is a, an even more rare phenomena that's not nearly as well as documented, and that's uh, foreign language syndrome. Again, there are theories about this being deep-seated into the subconscious, and I don't know. I don't know about that one. Um, 
I've not read too much on it, but apparently it is a thing. Or maybe it's a glitch in the Matrix. Listen to this story. Several years ago, I woke up in bed next to my girlfriend, and we had a conversation in fluent French. I got up, and I got in the shower, and as the water started running, I realized neither of us spoke French. When I got out, I asked her about it. She remembered it happening, but was as confused as I was. I can't even remember what we talked about because I don't speak French. So again, if this is true, what's that about? That's just, again, very strange, these stories. A lot of them out there. A lot of them. You can also uh, look on YouTube and you will find glitch, glitches in the Matrix videos. Videos of, the, of weird phenomena happening. Um, some of them can be explained away through angles and things. Some of them, I don't know. You know, could be CGI. It's kind of like UFO videos. You just really never know. Some of the the quality of some of these videos are so good and pretty convincing. It's almost too good to be true. Here's another very very strange one, and uh, it's a little lengthy. It's not too awful long, but it's kind of it's a weird one. About ten years ago, I was walking my dog in the park. It was a nice sunny morning, lots of dew on the grass, so wherever you walked, it would leave a path of dark grass where the dew was knocked off the blades. It would be impossible for anyone or a dog to walk through the grass without leaving such a trail. So, Mr. Dog and I start strolling along. He is ahead of me, pissing on bushes, snuffling, etc. When he stops cold, his hackles go up and he looks across the park growling. I look to where he's staring, and there is this guy with a dog about a hundred yards away near a large tree, legs moving like he's walking. Thing is, even though his legs are moving, his ground speed doesn't seem to match up with the speed of his legs, kind of like seeing someone moonwalk. Anyway, I write it off to perspective or humidity or something and keep walking. The dog, however, won't walk with me and stays rooted to his spot making his high-pitched whine. I walk back to the dog and look over to where the guy was, and he's still just about the same spot, still moving funny. So I decide to check out this odd walking dude. I hook up the dog to the leash, and we start walking across the wet grass to where he is, thinking our dogs might play together. My dog is not happy. He's clinging to my left leg like Velcro as we make our way across the field. As we progress, I notice that it, it appears that the man is actually walking away from me, as I don't seem to be gaining on him. At this point, I still don't think anything is odd, until I get to the place where I first saw him, the large tree. I look down at the ground and see this almost perfect circle about 10 feet in diameter of dry, dew-free grass. Thing is, there are no footprints leading to or from this circle. The dog, on the other hand, is flipping his shit and is looking at where we just came from. I look up and I see that the guy isn't ahead of me anymore. He is back on the other side of the grassy field and he is standing just about where I was standing when I first saw him. He has a dog. He is staring at me. He hooks his dog to the leash and starts walking towards us. 
Needless to say, I freak out and we cut sideways out of the park and down to a populated street. I kept looking back but didn't see him or his dog again. After telling this story to a couple of friends of mine, they speculated there was some kind of refraction of light or optical illusion which gave the impression I was seeing another person. But I was actually seeing myself reflected in the mist or fog or something. But I think I saw a time warp of myself walking my dog one day and tried to chase it. So this one's interesting because perhaps you've heard of the phenomena where there's these cities that are seen in the sky, which are actually just mirages. And these are real, and they're very, very incredible to see. And this could be something like that. I don't know. The man was walking. When he first sees the man, he's walking while he's stationary. So I don't, things don't quite add up. But again, this is what, this is a glitch in the matrix, as it were. So if we truly are in a simulation, this would be maybe a, an actual glitch. So I don't know. Very, very interesting. Fun, fun reads all around for sure. Now, there are stories that, that happen where people say, you know, I dropped my pencil or I dropped a quarter or a button or some small object and I never found it. And then it turned up a month later, you know, on the other side of the room. Those could be glitches. But I've had that happen where, you know, you drop something, you see it hit the floor, and it looks like it completely vanishes, but it really just bounces. And a great way to test this is if you drop a coin or a pencil or, you know, a beer cap or whatever the case, and you can't find it, get another one and, and repeat the process. You'll see how, how crazy little objects can hit at certain angles and bounce away very quickly, very easy to miss um, and lose small objects like that. Now, when you have different objects that are, for example, a keepsake or a gift of a necklace, I've read accounts of various pieces of jewelry that were given to someone um, disappearing off a, like a ring off a finger as they slept and was gone. They tear their bed apart. They can't find the ring. It's gone. And a year later, it appears on their pillow one evening. So Now, that's okay. That's a little different. But just dropping an object and thinking, well, I, you know, I couldn't find it anywhere. Don't know if that's a glitch. Could be, but it happens often enough that it, I don't know that it is. There are some glitches that occur often enough that I think, as I mentioned in the very beginning, it could be a brain thing. And one instance of this is when people say everything just goes black. The sun is blacked out. And I don't mean... There's several accounts. Some people say everything goes black. For Like they blinked for a millisecond or blacked out. Their brain just blacked out for a millisecond. It's not even a sense. real quick, but it's noticeable. It's very noticeable. Others say that it's more like a shadow. If There are plenty accounts of the sun being blacked out as if a large cloud is blocking out the sun, but it's, it is a lot darker. Than that it's almost as if it's daytime and they could be inside their house and they can be looking out their window and everything goes dark and then just blinks right back on to daylight again and this this phenomena has occurred a lot there are many many accounts of this so I wonder if the complete blackouts when someone can't see physically can't see for a split second sounds to me like a brain thing there's these other things that occur 
incidences that occur where it's the out, it's the light, the sunlight outside is is darkened significantly, albeit briefly, and noticed by multiple people. Um, and it can, this happens on clear days. It's not literally a cloud. It's it's way darker than that. Um, Interesting phenomena. I'm not sure what's going on here. My daughter had a very odd, very similar experience that she caught on film, her and her cousin. They were in an upstairs room of a house, and everything goes dark. I don't know how else to explain it. Uh, the, the light coming through the window outside goes dark. Um, you can see they have a lamp on in the background, and it it becomes brighter because the outside's getting darker. And they their reaction is hilarious. <laughs> They're like, nope, we're out of here. So don't know what it is, but it's definitely definitely something happening with this, this kind of blackout. So there's several of these glitches in the matrix that happen that are consistent and that have occurred numerous times. I highly recommend the subreddit glitch in the matrix. You can sift through. There's a thousands of stories. It's, it's awesome. Um, and any in any other forum, again, there's plenty of them out there online. And check them out. There's a lot of strange things happening. Careful with Reddit. There's another glitch in the Matrix uh, subreddit that is... It's, it's interesting, but it's not real glitches. It's just like funny pictures, things like that. So you can check that out. The one you want to look for is glitch underscore in underscore the underscore Matrix. And that's the one that you want to go to for some uh, true accounts. And again, not all of them are, but they are fascinating nonetheless. And that's all I have for this one. I loved this episode. I had so much fun. There's a ton. There's a ton more. I could do. I could do many episodes of glitches. So check them out. They're out there to be read. Very entertaining, fascinating, scary, creepy, amazing. All of it. It's great. Tune in next week. I haven't decided what topic I'm going to cover because I have several and I just don't know which one I want to do. So next week is going to be a surprise episode. Thank you so much for joining me. I really, really appreciate it. Let me know your thoughts. Podcastjat at gmail.com. Would love to hear from you. Thanks again. And as always, be well.